Hi, my name is Kirby Ingalls, and you're listening to the True Success Podcast. My goal is to help you find true success by helping you live a rich and satisfying life, a life full of happiness and meaning, and becoming a pillar of your community. This podcast is designed to inspire you to write a new narrative, revolutionize the way we live, and create a ripple effect that resonates with future generations. Leadership isn't natural. It takes hard work. It's a a tough calling and a duty as well. And when I get to the end and haven't left my fingerprint or impacted others' lives significantly, I'm not going to be satisfied. It is the restlessness inside of me, that heartfelt passion within that prompts me to make a difference. My restlessness is to be an extraordinary leader. Leaders shape people. That's what makes leadership serious business. It's a serious responsibility and it warrants dedication. What makes an extraordinary leader? Well, that's my quest for extraordinary leadership. And that began with an appetite for being a better leader. You have to want to be better. While I immediately approached my research by studying historical figures and heroes, Extraordinary appeared as the most foundational components of my belief. Early in my HR professional career, I was being challenged by a particular leader, a straightforward, demanding, and autocratic style leader. He was pretty much a bully. He strong-armed people, used his position and authority to get things done for himself. No, really wasn't in his vocabulary, and at least... You couldn't say that word to him when he was asking you to do something, regardless if it was possible or not. Now, I was speaking to one of my mentors in the same organization, and I asked him what I should do on this matter. He basically told me to give him what he wants, and I was surprised by his answer. He then explained that the expectation is that I will put up a resistance because all I was trying to do was protect myself, my people, and my time. We're primarily in a gridlock, and that was very much true between me and this leader, and nothing was getting done. So the stakeholders and the organization was suffering. And if it isn't going to have an adverse effect on me and my team, why not? He said, bring everything you got. In all your knowledge, your skills, and your energy. He told me, he said, please don't do it for just him, but do it for everyone else. Kindness and respect have tremendous, tremendous implications for us as leaders. It's when you show goodwill towards others and you seek out their best interest. And when I was asked to bring everything that I had, he was essentially saying that, I should bring my whole self in everything that I do out of respect for myself. And when I spoke about showing goodwill, he meant that I bring my entire self to the best interest of other people. And when I examine my life as a leader now, it means bringing my whole self for the benefit of myself, but most importantly, others. Leadership needs all of me not just a portion. And due to the requirement to comply, 
isn't an excuse to just do it. To not give all of me would be robbing other people of my talents, skills, and gifts that have been given to me. The core of a leader is the most genuine part of who they are. Your core is your hub for your passions, your hopes, and your dreams. Your core is what connects you to others. Your leadership begins in your core. It's the relational dimension of leadership. And leading from the core is about relationships rather than power. Developing emotional intelligence is a part of leadership. And when you lead from the core, you see people as the most precious asset with skills, passions, children's stories, and even flaws. They also have experiences, both misfortune and happiness. When you begin to understand the people you lead, you start to connect with each other emotionally. Leading from the core means comprehending the power of relationships. One of our greatest needs is to be known as individuals. We want to feel like we matter and that others care for our well-being. You also want those who lead you to see your value and your worth beyond the results that you can actually get. You want leaders to see your potential and your contributions. You want help bringing it to the surface where others can see the greatness that's inside of you. You want others to see you as a part of this incredible narrative that we are a part of something in the making. The core of leadership is where leadership begins. And when you can connect with others, you earn the right to lead. Review the power of influence you have in your relationships. Are you connecting with those around you? Do you feel supported and valued? Do you know where they fit into the mix? Do you know why they are here? What they are trying to achieve and what is meaningful to them. With every relationship beyond the surface level, connections, um, your influence as a leader expands broader and more profound. Your character is part of you that people want to know and it reveals your nature and intent. The grand central of your moral and ethical behaviors is where your core values and belief systems are found. Character is a component of our leadership that will actually define you. Your character is on display daily. And your ability to engage and make decisions consistently is what sets you apart as a leader. Leading with empathy, awareness, and stewardship is an example of seeking to have the character of a servant leadership. Character is regularly described as who you are. If no one is looking, you intentionally seek the ingredients to help you mature as a leader rather than chase the things that draw attention. It is about understanding the best qualities of people and adopting them into your own life. As a leader, your character is fundamental to your influence. Every move you make is being monitored. If others do not see the qualities they seek, you have a narrow field of influence. And developing the qualities of other extraordinary leaders is really a goal of most of us. It will help you 
endlessly pursue improvement and try to become the best version of yourself. Many extraordinary leaders are operating outside the norm. They choose to align themselves with a character that is unwavering and is a moral, ethical, and fair. They do things the average person is unwilling to, to do. They are disciplined, calculated, driven. They let immediate rewards slide by while pursuing long-term advancement. And they don't care much for the vanity. Living a life of passion, satisfaction, order, self-control, compassion, honesty, and trustworthiness. These things get attention without making an effort or being intentional about putting themselves on display. It's different in the sense that extraordinary leader struggle is internal and it cannot really be seen from the outside. Their focus is on bettering themselves and not on self-interest that appears to make them greedy. Extraordinary leaders allow their character to drive what comes into their life. You have a desire to be appreciated and valued. When that is how you consistently treat others, then you're going to be practicing extraordinary leadership. Whether or not you have ever shared your belief system, your vision, your mission, or your intent with anyone, doesn't matter. Do your behaviors strengthen your character? How do you conduct yourself? How would others say you treat them? As a leader, you must define the attributes that you want your followers to emulate. And it would be best if you considered whether yourself as an ambassador to an extraordinary leaders that came before you. Your daily actions are on display and your character is just as much on display as your actions. And these are the qualities that you're going to want to develop. Your mind is a powerful tool where everything begins. It is what enables us to debate, understand, think, reflect, and learn. It is where we strategize and plan. It is where you store your wisdom and find clarity. It is an essential tool for extraordinary leaders to become strategic. Now, strategies are methods that extraordinary leaders deploy. The mind allows extraordinary leaders to develop these ideas and come up with action steps to generate a desired result. And when you lead with your mind, it will enable you to steward all the resources at your disposal and how to properly allocate the necessary resources. What does all this mean? The people and organizations we influence must be equipped with thoughtful ideas and decisions from leaders. Your mind allows you to acquire and then apply the knowledge you gain. And when you combine this with experience, that fuses into wisdom. To be an extraordinary leader with a compelling strategic mind, you need three things. Self-control, stewardship, and responsibility. Self-control is what converts thoughts into successes. Extraordinary leaders recognize the value of self-control and are committed to keeping themselves and people committed to the essential ingredients that result in long-term success. Stewardship should be a part of all professions. 
It is a value that demonstrates you care for something that doesn't belong to you. Stewards manage, preserve, and care for what is entrusted to them. When you are deliberate about stewardship, you develop boundaries that furnish your people to make significant decisions about the use of resources and the next steps. Responsibility includes holding others accountable to produce their best work. Respect and compassion shouldn't be lost, but trust should be given with professional and fair expectations. The best feeling as a leader is giving responsibility to those who have self-limiting thoughts, but the skills to do great things and getting them to see that and helping them succeed. You have to hold people responsible for the results, but we also have to be willing to support those people in achieving the essential tasks, jobs that they may not have on their own. When you begin with your mind, you can inspire self-control, stewardship, and responsibility. To be a steward is an extraordinary role and is pretty much voluntarily. It expects your team is prepared and grown so that the resources they have are effectively used and you give them ownership to confidently take action without you being a part of every decision. Responsibility is critical. We all relish more authority, but that comes with more responsibility. Your expectations must be understood and valued. Results should be the result of your vision and guidance. Leading strategically with a sharp mind provides the fabrication needed for you and your team to flourish. One of the ways extraordinary leaders can create strength for the people they serve is through the power of a vision. People need to know that you genuinely believe where you are going and leading them. It would help if you kept hope and possibility in your sights and those you lead. Your job as a leader is to cast that vision early, often, and paint the picture. Your vision is the foundation of your strength. It's the first part of the house you build after you've made the foundation. Your vision is anchored into the foundation of values and strengths. Extraordinary leaders keep hope and possibility alive for their people and in their line of sight. One of the first things that I will have you do as a leadership coach is to identify your reality. The second thing is to clarify your destination. The strength of what you are building comes from an assurance that the future is going to happen. And this is a possibility. When leaders follow their calling, their purpose, they are anchored in that assurance that their strengths, skills, knowledge, and experiences up to this point will get them to the next checkpoint. When you lose your vision, you lose your desire. You lose your hope. You begin to die slowly inside. I don't want you to hope or wish for a future. Dreamers dream. It would be best if you visualize it, believe in it, review it, recite it, speak it, and communicate it daily. You're not a cheerleader. You are an orator a storyteller. And while there are times when you need to pump up your people, motivate them, and get them excited, 
Visionary leadership occurs when you inspire others with a plan. It is also important to note that you need to have results where you have followed through and made reality a thing of the past. But it isn't always necessary, but it would be very helpful. But don't forget, if you don't take action, you have a dream, a wish. Extraordinary leaders dream, but they are not wishers. They take action on their vision. They remind others consistently where they are going, why they are going there, and what the next steps are. Extraordinary leaders use their minds and create a strategic plan using strengths, skills, and knowledge to fulfill their purpose and their calling. They are serious and responsible about stewardship. And that includes the vision, the skills, the experience, and the strengths that they have been assigned which they see as entrusted to them for the greater good of the people that they are leading to success. One of my favorite extraordinary leaders is Abraham Lincoln. Lincoln led the nation through a terrible civil war that had left 1.264 million dead, which left the country in shambles for the next four to 10 years. Some could argue that some communities have never recovered. While men and families returned after the war to rebuild their communities, some were never able to finish and return them to the prestige that they once had. Some communities were left in ruin, others struggled due to the opposition they faced. No leader after Lincoln had the clarity of vision and the influence to overcome obstacles to accomplish such a monumental task. Unfortunately, with his assassination, we would not see his vision become a reality. As you learn about the man in this time in history, you quickly see that Lincoln understood the complexity of leadership and the task before him. He knew there was a problem to solve and that no one else was addressing it. And as we look at Lincoln's actions, we see how he used the components of extraordinary leadership to lead others through a complex problem. Lincoln knew he couldn't do this alone. Relationships were essential. He needed others to support his vision and keep the country united. And in each step of the process, Lincoln cast his vision. He began recruiting help, not only on the campaign trail, but also when he picked his cabinet members. He loved and included people from different points of view. Lincoln also illustrated spiritual leadership by declaring a national day of prayer on March 13, 1863. There were numerous times he used scripture in his speeches, and these weren't puny speeches. Lincoln was an orator. Obviously, his Gettysburg Address gets the most attention, and schools today require its memorization in plays. But in the fall of 1863, after General Lee's first defeat, Lincoln issued the first federally mandated thanksgiving he said i do therefore invite my fellow citizens in every part of the united states and also those who are at sea and those who are sojourning in foreign lands to set apart and observe the last thursday of november next as a day of thanksgiving and praise to our beneficent father who dwelleth in the heavens lincoln was a hands-on commander-in-chief and upon Confederate troops arriving at Fort Stevens in July 1864, he chose not to evacuate. 
In Washington, D.C., there was an iron ship that was dispatched by General Grant. And rather than flee, he led two battle-tested divisions of the 6th Corps to help at Fort Stevens. And the men were getting off these ships so he could actually get on. And Lincoln's attentiveness to the details of war and the implications of the nation for the people illustrated his awareness of strategic leadership. It almost got him shot by a sharpshooter that day. Lincoln also developed a personal passion for this problem. And from that passion, a vision of hope for the future was born. Amidst criticism, threats on his life, and even grumbling around him, and the difficulties of war in his personal life, Lincoln stayed the course and displayed an unwavering commitment to the vision of a free nation, a united country. His selfless leadership showcased the depth of an extraordinary leader. The components of extraordinary leadership we talked about is in each one of you. It's everything we are below the surface. When we bring our core, your mind, your character, and a compelling vision, you bring your whole self. One without the other leaves you incomplete, and you'll probably miss the mark. Extraordinary leaders are compelling. They are tender, likable, certain, and strong. It's not that they are perfect. All leaders are still growing and have the potential to please. Those extraordinary leaders who lead are a little further on the journey. Extraordinary leaders lead with strength and courage, but are not arrogant and boastful. Leaders can be tough, tender, and can have blundered and be humble and also resilient. Extraordinary leaders aren't doing this for themselves. It's all about you. And when you bring your whole self, you become that extraordinary leader. Your actions become about those you serve and a little bit less about yourself. You can be an extraordinary leader. Having a clear vision, a consistent, solid character, a sharp mind, and leading from within the core of who you are. You have everything you need to lead with influence. You have everything it takes. You are good enough. Everyone has the ingredients necessary. We need to find it, develop it, and trust in ourselves to use it to its highest potential. That's it for today's episode. But before you go, I want to offer you the complete guide to personal growth. This free 14-page ebook guides you through the essential components necessary to revolutionize the way you live that exceeds expectations and achieves goals. You will learn how to develop powerful morning rituals. I share with you five apps that get you amazing results. Find meaning and purpose in your life. And three additional ways to stay positive throughout the day. And then some tips on how to overcome procrastination and even more. So don't wait. Secure your copy today and begin revolutionizing the way you live. You can grab that free guide by going to bit.ly forward slash personal dash growth dash guide. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash personal dash growth dash guide. I'll leave a link in the show notes so you can access it. And I hope that you got tons of value out of today's broadcast and I'll see you next time.